Harlem was cleaning house. Everyone in the family has possible motives. Was Harlan planning on cutting off Joni? Did he plan to fire Walter? Is Richard having an affair? That's some heavy-duty conjecture. Funny, Ransom, you skipped the funeral, but you're early for the will reading. Up your ass. Very nice, oh, Ransom. 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 You gotta do this more often. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics. And today we're going to be reviewing Knives Out a week early. So that's really, really fun. Uh, my name is Christian, and I'm joined with Devin as always. How are you doing today, buddy? It's a it's a good day. It was a good little movie event. Yeah, it's a good day, man. It's a Friday. You know, Thanksgiving's next week. It's just a magical time of the year, you know? Yeah, I know you got some Black Friday shopping to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Well, technically, it's Black Thursday. Yeah, gotta, unfortunately. Yeah, they always try to sneak those deals in there a little bit sooner than expected. But hey, man, I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm prepared. I'm just gonna go on and shop till I drop and hopefully find some good uh, deals on some movies and such. But uh, as I said before, we are going to be reviewing our Knives Out review here. This is going to be a spoiler-heavy review for anyone who um, has not seen the movie yet. And before we begin today's review, you can listen to this on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, and Stitcher. So a few little platforms there for you. And um, let's just dive right in, shall we? I'll just read the synopsis really quick. Oh, we shall. Uh, The synopsis here is pretty short, at least the one on IMDb. Uh, Detective investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric combative family. Named Harlan, funnily enough. Huh? named harlan funnily enough yeah that is very true harlan we miss you and we hope you come back onto the show one day onto the pod uh talk talk about some movies so uh this is written and directed by ryan johnson and has a plethora of star power in this movie we have daniel craig we have chris adams i mean chris evans Evans. wow i'm losing it we got just, Chris Evans. Excuse me. Disrespecting Captain America. I know. I'm. I'm, I'm sorry, Cap. <laughs> we, America's ass. That is America's ass. Uh, we got Jamie Lee Curtis. We have Ana de Amaris, um, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, uh, Tony Collette. Uh, the list goes on and on. It Catherine just keeps going. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like this is a stacked stacked cast, and we're just gonna dive right in. So. Um, what did you think about this movie, Devin, uh, before we kind of get into spoilers? Um, just off the bat, you know, first impression, <laughs> seeing the trailer before you uh, just, you know, you I don't know, watching whatever movie. And you're like, oh, this looks interesting. You see Ryan Johnson's name. What is your first reaction? It was hard not to be excited just on the, the cast when you first see, like, all those people. There's just so much talent. Yeah, I definitely and totally agree. I, um... I, I told you before this, I was a little angry, and I have a good reason for it. Uh-oh. And it has to do with Ryan Johnson. With, 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 with RJ himself. So if you, if you see on IMDb, this movie has somewhat of a low rating. It's 6. Point, eight, uh, I think it is. Yeah, 6.8. Mm-hmm. I want you to try to guess why the reasoning is for that. Does it have to do with... Star Wars. <laughs> oh, it certainly does. Don't know why. These absolute children 
acting like adults are going on and review bombing it, giving it one star. Yeah, as, as soon as I popped on IMDb, I was looking, I'm like, that score seems a little low because I really, really did enjoy this movie. And I think this is honestly one of my favorites of the year. Um, you know, I love a classic whodunit. It's been a while since we had something like this, honestly. I feel like if you are the kind of person who liked Hateful Eight, and I know a lot of people don't like it, this is, I mean, obviously more of a murder mystery. And with Hateful Eight, you know, you're just trying to figure out who the main culprit is. But with this, there's so many twists and turns. The and main the main movie I kept thinking of was Ready or Not. Oh, yeah. Comparison. I just kept thinking of You know what? I did get that vibe. I got that vibe a lot. Wow, that was a really good comparison. Now I got to watch Ready or Not again. Yeah, fresh in the out. brain. Fresh in the brain, for sure. But, but yeah, like, I was like, I was trying to think why the review would be pretty low. I was like, maybe it's the MAGA brain people who are mad about the MAGA jokes. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, I don't know. Then I looked at some of the reviews, and it's just... Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Absolute idiots. Imagine being a grown adult and going online, giving a one-star review for a movie you haven't seen because someone made a movie you don't like. Yeah, so that, that, to, that is a bit ridiculous. And you have say to dedicate you your life to hating that person for no reason. Yeah, and it's it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, say what you will about The Last Jedi. I enjoyed it. Like, yes, there are parts that I have issues with. Even even if you don't like it, he, he didn't make it just to make you angry. Just leave him alone. What are you doing? Yeah, it's that that that, that is a bit on the childish side there. It's you know, he's 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 doing his job, he's writing, he's directing, um, and this this movie should not Star Wars should not affect this movie because A, this is not another Star Wars movie. Uh B, this is a great movie if you love murder mysteries, the classic who done it tale and it's just it's it's just not the same and i i kind of get tired of the whole oh ryan johnson ruined star wars and it's like well i mean lucas uh george lucas wasn't really doing anything with the property for a long time so if disney never would have picked it up you probably would not have gotten much or it might have went to another company that would have done like 10 times worse i think disney has been doing a fantastic job with it and congratulations ryan johnson for another amazing movie and uh, that the user reviews are not on rotten tomatoes yet but i'm sure when they are it's going to be the same thing yeah because yeah we're reviewing this on the 22nd so it's about a week before it comes out because it comes out technically technically next thursday but we got an early access screening of it so yes, that's what we did yeah so we got and a, i got a, i got a free poster did you get that i did not get a free poster I was very little message little message you gave before the screening yeah everyone looked around we we, we didn't find anything so, you didn't get, so no one got posters no one got posters not that i know did, of did he mention the posters in your screening he did he there was like a little pre like recorded he's like hey mc blah, yeah blah, blah. i got yeah. that too but no one that's weird that no one got him he must have just like well i kind of dipped out halfway through after they showed kind of like the uh cartoon murals because i thought there was going to be something else some people stuck around but i i had to pee so and then i kind of just Oh, I got the poster before the movie started. Oh yeah, we did. We did not get that at all. How how big That's is the poster? I, like, is it just like the, or is it it's like just a regular regular one poster? that they usually give out? I got you. Like Captain Marvel, uh, yeah, Infinity War, Endgame, not Infinity War, but <laughs> hoping to get one for Frozen. Maybe. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, but, um, on on the topic of these absolute idiots, I found a trivia, a piece of trivia that I thought was. Very funny and on topic. Oh boy, let's let's hear this one. 
So um, Jacob Thrombe, who was the um, he was like the teen that was on the phone the whole time. <laughs> yeah, the horny he like, Nazi German. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an alt right idiot, uh, <laughs> horny kid. So according to this trivia piece, um, the character that character was influenced by the trolls and man babies that voiced their criticisms online over Ready Director Ryan Johnson's previous film. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. That is that, so that's perfect. So funny. So funny. He was literally it's on his phone the entire time. time. Just yeah, idiots just trolling online, criticizing people stop. for no reason, and like having nothing to back it up, and just being mad just because you didn't like a movie. If you don't like a movie, that's totally fine. That does not mean that the entire franchise of Star Wars is dead. Man Babies is a perfect description for them. Yeah. I mean, honestly, let's be frank. Like, Star Wars didn't really start getting popular until Empire Strikes Back. So, just saying. Like, if you go back and watch the look at the, like, original reviews when it came out, the first Star Wars did not do that good. I mean, like, it was it was cool, you know, something new, something different. But <clears throat> I just think people, uh, it's, it's just like, don't, don't you ever get tired of it? And the whole, you know, these are supposed to be, quote, unquote, fans of a certain fandom or, or there's, a certain there's no, franchise. There's no more toxic fandom than Star Wars. It's it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous because it's just like, oh, you know, how, how can you be a fan of something and be toxic at that same thing that you love at the same time? But it, it anyway. We're... They, they, don't, they don't deserve Mando. They shouldn't be able to watch it. <laughs> Everyone, hated the last, Everyone hated The Last Jedi. <laughs> just, just block Mando from their Disney Plus subscription. Yes, please. Please, oh please. Man. But uh yeah. Um Okay, we got the, we got the little rant out of the Yeah, it yeah it's alright. It's it's totally it fine. It felt good. It, it it did feel good. And you know, we, we had to get that out there before we got into the good stuff. Oh, let me guess. Hey! Stop! Stop! Hugh Drysdale? Call me Ransom, it's my middle name. Only the help calls me Hugh. Okay. Uh this is Trooper Wagner. I'm Lieutenant Elliot. I just want to ask a few questions. Um, man, I I just when when I saw this trailer for the first time, I really didn't know what to expect, and I was like, "This really seems like a Thanksgiving movie." And sure enough, it's coming out on Thanksgiving weekend, and it's just wow. There's so many twists, there's so many turns. I. I can't even figure out who my favorite character is because, yes, everyone had like their own small little story to tell, but um, obviously I think Chris Evans definitely took in Daniel Craig. Obviously, but, I, think, uh, I think Daniel Craig might be my, my favorite. That accent was just so. That accent was funny. <laughs> what did Chris yeah. Evans say? It was like CIA, CSI, KFC. That was funny, but yeah, man. So at the very end, so we're just gonna get into spoilers here. Um, for everyone listening, um, Ransom ends up being the 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 real real culprit. Culprit. His name his name being Ransom is too perfect. Ransom and uh, the one who wrote the ransom. Yeah, and what was his uh, uh Hugh was his like his like his actual yeah. birth his um his legal name, but Ransom's his middle Hugh, name. That's what it was. Hugh Ransom Drysdale. Drysdale. Wow, that's a that's a very um trust fund name. Right there. Not yeah, Throm- Thromby is too. <laughs> yeah, Walt Thromby. Man. So, 
I mean, I guys, give, give, give me your thoughts, your opinions of the movie, and then I'll, I'll give mine because I, I still have a lot to process myself. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to process. Um, like you said, at the end, uh, our boy Captain America is evil now. He's a bad guy. Hail Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. He's on the bad side. He was looking fly, man. Whew. Yeah. Looking real but nice. I, in that I, clothes. I, I think the best words I can describe it are just like razor sharp. Like, yeah. It was just so. Like this so dude's got money. Written. Yeah. I mean, I meant the movie in general. But, oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. I see, I see what you're saying. It, it was very careful with its wording. Because, because it's like you could try to find like poke holes in it and find plot holes, but they plugged them all up at, by the end. Like, with a donut hole. But at the end, yeah. <laughs> I love the donut hole reference because he's like, you have a donut and there's a hole in the middle of that donut. But then you have the hole of that donut hole, but there's always a hole. <laughs> but there's like a small little hole if you're using it with, you know, toothpick. And there's always a it was, hole. It was there's always, always it's something. It's always been weird that, that donut the ball things are called donut holes. It's always been weird. Yeah, it's it's been pretty strange. But I, I loved that analogy so much. And Daniel yeah, Craig's character perfect. got so into it. And it was just like, wow. But And the, ni- the knives are also like pointing at him. <laughs> the framing was so perfect. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what the entire like wheel of knives was. I'm like, okay, yeah, we get its knives out. You know, everyone's at each other's throats. But then, you know, when uh, Marta gets the will to basically everything for uh their grandfather's fortune you know the house his his uh publishing company all of it it's like it's like you know everyone's like oh you know like marta we love you you know like but marta wasn't at the funeral and it's and it's like oh you like everyone was trying to say oh it was you know like i, I was yeah they kept, trying I to say, yeah, they kept trying to say i got outvoted but then the more yeah. people that say it the more you realize uh they just many, didn't want votes? her there yeah, I probably just didn't want her there. And then all the stuff comes out. It's like, oh, you know, um, it, it really, I like the intimacy between Marta and the grandfather of showing their, how their relationship was. It, it actually was a friendship. Yeah, yeah it, was it wasn't, you know, any, there was nothing sexual about it. There was nothing off-putting about it. He never treated her bad. She never took advantage of it. It was just like, I mean, like like she said in the movie, you know, he was he was just looking for a friend when she was originally being um, you know, interrogated and not vomiting, which I thought was hysterical how they put That's that just in there. So funny. Like, how do you? I don't even know how you come up with that. It's such a like perfect for a for a movie like this. It really a murder was. mystery. Someone vomits whenever they lie. It's so perfect. <laughs> and it, it's not like like yeah, it was right after, but you know, at more times than not, she held it in until the very end, and especially at you know the big big reveal. When she dupes Chris, uh, you know Rans- Ransom's, um, you know whole master plan and trying to, you know, uh, make it seem that um, uh, what was what the uh, the other lady had actually survived the overdose of the morphine, and then she was like, Bleh! like right at the very end, I'm like, oh yeah, God. all over his face. It was so good. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I think we got to talk about Anna Darmus. Yeah, let, let's talk about her because she she did Marta. a fantastic job, and I, I I feel like it was her uh, character was very inviting. She really was like a pure soul. Yeah, um, I think, in all this, I think I have a similar feeling back to Ready or Not. She kind of reminds me of Samara Weaving, kind of just like a star, like growing up before our eyes, possibly. She yeah. definitely has some star potential. Yeah, I, yeah, and definitely, you know, both of them being the innocent ones and 
you know, these these crazy family families with, you know, ones with Samara Weaving that family's obsessed with living and, you know, worship, you're worshiping the devil. That was a little bit more freaky, especially during the beginning with like all the masks and stuff. But <clears throat> with this one, everyone's like, you like, oh, your know, grandfather loved us. And like, you know, this dude's turning 85 years old and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to give it to like any of my children, but one of his children's already dead towards you know, at the very beginning, which was uh, Tony Collette's uh, husband and yeah. the father to Catherine Langford, uh, Meg. I, I, thought, I thought maybe that would have been where they went with it. Like her husband wasn't actually dead. And she was just like playing. Yeah, off that's what I was saying. Kind of like a widow's type thing. It was like, oh, Liam Leeson's back at it again. I was like, yeah, man, that was a great twist. But um, I, I thought Anna Darmus looked familiar. So when I looked at her. Yeah, she does look familiar. She was in Blade Runner 2049. Totally forgot. I still haven't seen that movie. I might oh, pick boy. it up on Black Thursday. That's what I'm calling it now. So it, it, it can't be helped, honestly. Pretty fantastic. I bet. She was also in a movie like five years ago called Knock Knock. It's a very weird Keanu Reeves horror movie. Knock Knock. Hmm. But I didn't she know was Keanu in it, was in a horror it was, movie. It was very interesting. And hmm. she, um, she uh she looks pretty good. Oh, definitely. And I think, you know, when, if she keeps playing her cards right with being in these, especially with indie films, you know, we keep talking about how important indie films are. And um, it's, I, I think it's really important that, you know, I mean, Chris Evans coming off of, um you know, Avengers, this is like his first <clears throat> big role afterwards. And, you know, I've talked to uh, Dwayne and a few other people in the Cinemania world podcast about this. You know, some of them believe that, um, you know, there's like a Marvel curse. And like I keep going back and forth with it because I'm like, well, you know, yeah, you had Chris, um, not Chris, Chris Hemsworth, and then Tessa Thompson doing the MIB. That wasn't all that great. But then I saw Marriage Story, and I saw Adam Driver, and I saw Scarlett Johansson freaking kill it on screen. And then you go back to, oh, well, what's um, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr.'s new role? Oh, he's playing Doolittle. You're like, well, maybe. But then Chris Evans is in this, and it's like, oh my god, this is fantastic. So. I think it's just luck of the draw. I don't necessarily think there's like 100% a curse, like a Marvel curse, but it's like, you know, a lot of those, a lot of these pop culture movies, you know, Star Wars, superheroes, the fantasy genre or sci-fi fantasy, that's what's in right now. But it's like, if you're not doing those big movies, you should be chasing towards indies because they're just as good, if not better sometimes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's what, what a lot of actors do. They do the big ones in order to be able to more easily do the smaller ones. Yeah, and especially, you know, with smaller actors starting out, being in indies are, is, is like one of the best things. Um, Although I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call this a small movie. It did have a $40 million budget. Yeah, but yeah, but it was, it's still, I think it's still classified as an indie, is it or is it not? Is it? I don't know. I can't that remember. It seems like a lot. It, it, it does seem like a lot. It really does. Because I remember watching the actors on actors thing with Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson, you know, he was being approached about this while they were filming for, you know, Endgame and Infinity War, which makes sense because it's like, you know, actors normally like to keep their future projects under wraps until it's time to bring it out into the light. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, <laughs> sorry, I kind of like he plays it. he plays the charming asshole so well. It was so perfect. He really does, and I bet that this is a really nice breath of fresh air, especially for you know him playing the same character for what ten plus years and. 
you know, not having to necessarily follow the rules of Disney anymore. You know, his contract's up, and so it's RDJ's. Um, well, we know that Scarlett Johansson's coming back for another one, but a lot of these characters, well, mainly Robert Downey Jr. and uh, maybe possibly uh, Mark Ruffalo, but um, you know, I bet I bet it, it definitely is just a really big fresher breath there, just to try something new. You know, you you see them playing these characters for a while, you want to see them in new projects, and that's how I felt about uh, Game of Thrones actors as well. You know, I wanted to see them in new projects. Like, yeah, it's cool to see you know the Starks, Atlantises, the Targaryens, blah 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 blah. But you definitely want to see them explore new avenues, if you will. Um, so who, who uh, besides, I guess, Daniel Craig and obviously Chris Evans, who else is like your favorite? Like, did you feel like someone, like one of the characters didn't have enough screen time as much as you wish they would have? I think there were two pretty underrated characters, the uh, the two investigators. I thought they were really funny. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of um, they kind of like represented like the audience what they're feeling because they yeah. kind of re- reacted to everything as it was happening. So especially like, the white guy when uh, they, Daniel they Craig's what like thinking. Yeah, when Daniel Craig's like literally unraveling everything like right before. Yeah. Um, wait, wait. <laughs> right before Marta like tells the entire family that she quote unquote killed her grandfather, <laughs> and Lieutenant uh, Elliot, he's like, damn, <laughs> damn. Like, it was just crazy. Too. I thought it was on a whim. I'm like, there's no way Ransom did it. And then I was like, oh, wow, he he actually did it. But it, was, it wasn't it was like, okay, like a whodunit. Like, we knew who had essentially done it. Because I thought at least 30 minutes in that I had figured it out. And then I was just totally lost. I'm like, I'm just going to sit back, relax, and enjoy this. And find out who the real culprit is and what their reasoning was. Because that's... And I, and I, love, the, um, I love the ending reveal where it was the Hugh you thing yeah that was actually very clever because you know when she was taking those deep breaths it sounded like you did this you did this instead of saying hugh because you know she's taking those same breath that those breaths at the same time she's like you did this you did this and then she's like what me and she's like oh she wasn't saying you she was saying hugh and it's all yeah, like, that, okay. that could have come off as pretty cheap or cheesy, but they like they actually set up the breadcrumbs like throughout the movie. Yeah, because they mentioned that his name was Hugh in the middle of the movie, and then they also mentioned that the help. I hated when they kept saying the help. That was crazy. <laughs> oh the, hel- the help has to call him Hugh, and then she's like, "Because you're an asshole." Yeah, <laughs> and then the very very end when Chris Evans goes for one of the knives. And they're just retractable. And yeah. he's like, they, they well, set that shit. one up too. That was the prop knife. Yeah, that, that was really funny. But it was I, I I really wish I think the only person well, I guess Catherine Langford, she did have a pretty nice I think all, everyone did have actually do you, really Do you think she was being, underutilized? Do you think no, do you think she was being like deceitful? Catherine? Do you think she was like kind of Kind of um, get first, on her good side. Yeah, at first I did think is you know when she when they find out that you know Marta, you know when she she inherits everything and then Catherine calls her, and at first I was like, okay, maybe this this you know sounds, you know, sentimental and you know uh, meaningful because you know her her mom was double dipping with the money that was supposed to be sending Meg to school, but at first I was like. Yeah, I felt like she was pretty deceitful because she has that. She just has like that. Face. I, I think she was faking it the whole time, like trying to be on her side, because uh. she just like 
Yeah, because like, she, like, she, she would have asked for her to return the money, and then she told the rest of the family about her mom. Like, really? Yeah, that like, that, that, that is true. It it did seem like she was a little bit baited into it, but for like a like for like a split second, I thought that I was like maybe she is. Like as soon as you know when uh, she's talking to Marta on the phone and she's saying that you know her mom's broke, and Marta's like you know I'll give you your money, and she's like thanks, click bye. And I was like yo what like you. Like, okay, that that's when I was like, you know, she's definitely out for it for herself because everyone else was just so obsessed with their own grandfather's fortune and they didn't want, they. it's like they couldn't see the bigger picture because, I mean, even with um, Ransom, he was, like, calling everyone else out, like, especially his sister uh, with, um, <clears throat> uh, not Jamie, uh, well, no, not, with, uh, yeah, with Jamie Lee Curtis saying that, yeah, she built her company from the ground up, but with the help of, like, a what? like thousand million dollar loan or whatever it was um from her very similar to a to a certain president <laughs> a small loan <laughs> yeah and that, that's literally what, what it reminded me of and it was like this like really a really cool callback so i definitely thought for a second she did throw me for a loop but like for but, the but, longest... but i think i think her faking and and being like a bad person too is like the final puzzle piece yeah because every member of that family has to be like a bad person and they all are yeah, yeah, it, you know, you found stuff about them with, you know, um, Linda's uh, Richard having the affair with uh, Linda, and like that revealed the very, very end where, like, you know, she, um, <laughs> the grandfather's like, I'm going to tell my daughter that you're cheating on her. And then <clears throat> he finds the letter, and he's like, Oh, it's blank. He's like, He didn't write anything down. He was just screwing with me. And then <laughs> it's like, you know, her being the grandfather's daughter. Or grand grandchild, sorry. Or yeah, whatever. And, no, yeah, that, that that was that was her father, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that being, you know, her father, um, and you know, she's using like the uh, the lighter to kind of like decode the message because you know she knows her father that well. It really did show how connected they all like truly were, instead of just saying, "Oh yeah, that's her grandfather. He has a lot of money, and I want it after he dies." But yeah, that that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> I think one of the one of the funnier parts was Great Nana. They're like, "How old is she?" She was like, "No, no one knows. Nobody knows." <laughs> She's kind of how how is the grandpa's mom still alive? That's actually crazy. I mean, sometimes it happens, man. I mean, you know, women don't tend to normally live longer than men, but the fact that technically he, you know, like you know, after we find out that you know between the morphine and the other drug that everything was switched. And that Marta actually gave, um, gave Harlan the um, <clears throat> the right, correct yeah, correct, yeah, correct dosage. I mean, he he did end up killing himself, but it was just there was so many plots, and I was like, there's like I didn't but, even know, but, where, it, but it all it all tied together at the end. Like, it, they were like so nicely. It was insane. Because in, in the middle of the movie, I was like really worried because of the one plot hole that was like. Wouldn't the morphine be in the system? I was like, why are they bringing this up? Oh, yeah, no. I was oh, thinking no. that for a second too. But then, but then they explained it because it, it's yeah, because it's 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 set up to where you know you think that this is set in a different period of time, but everyone has smartphones, so then it's like, okay, this is set in the you know modern day and age, but it does have that kind of a older school feeling to it it's like maybe the, the school you know the not the school sorry the families is very old-fashioned they, they did have a lot of money and 
normally people who have a lot of money or can't get a bit estranged from time to time so from from reality yeah yeah definitely i mean look at all the you know the set pieces that was um um during <clears throat> in the movie um overall it was just like the most bizarre things i've ever seen in my life it was it was crazy um but did you have any uh gripes with the movie i know we've been you know as always you know we always gush about the good stuff but did you have any uh like general or genuine concerns about the film i had some worries in the middle of it like i just mentioned but i think by the end it all kind of settled and it all made sense in the end yeah like i i don't think like i think the pacing of this movie was really well um never once checked up my phone whatsoever and i've been like trying not to do that lately i don't know what it's been maybe it's just been like the past few movies i'm like well, especially Charlie's Angels. I mean, come on. And then <laughs> 4V Ferrari. It's just, I mean, this was just like beat for beat. And it just kept... the, the laughs were very consistent, too. Yeah, they, they really were. It wasn't like, like, I didn't think this movie was very campy or anything like that. Um, I thought it was, I, I thought it was perfect. You know, yeah, they, they definitely stressed the jokes out to be um, th throughout the film. So it wasn't just like joke after another after another after another it's like okay well is this like a you know actual comedy or is this like an actual classic who done it and it's, it's been a while since since we've seen this so i'm i'm very very happy that something like this exists um man uh, was there anything else you wanted to touch on that ending that final shot i loved it yeah well they're all she, out of she's the house up, ransom she's gets up on the on the balcony and staring down at all the all the family and the tables have turned. <laughs> Sipping on Ransom's mug. <laughs> I yeah. love her sister. <laughs> she was like, "Are we rich?" Like as soon as everyone's like, you know, you have the press, you have the media going to her house, and then I actually thought they were gonna like assault her in some way. But I mean, obviously, besides Ransom, because it's like he, he's a trust fund baby or kid of the family, um, minus the uh, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> The Hitler, the masturbating Hitler, a Nazi. Oh my god, that was so funny. I thought that was like one of the funniest lines in the entire movie. Yeah, and I love love the coffee mug. My my house, my rules. Yeah, so it, it really did have the um, as you were saying, the uh, ready or not, um, you know, vibe towards the end. Not obviously the family was still there, but you know, with Samara Weaving being on, you know, the step and she's all bloody and. Like it was just, I mean, even Vict victorious. Yeah, victorious, essentially. Yeah, and it's you know, Ransom's being taken away, and then um, Meg's just kind of there. Like, I mean, she was like, she was kind of an innocent bystander, and no, you, you could really tell that she didn't really want to. But I haven't really seen her in too much since Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, I thought she did a really good job, though. Um, you know, she she was very compassionate. She was very understandable. It was kind of like a like you can kind of tell in her face she's like hey like they're making me do this but like I said you know that one scene where she kind of just you know hangs up the phone as soon as Marta's like yeah I'll give you the money you want she's like oh okay cool and I was like maybe I thought she was out for just herself and then it pans over to everyone else is in the room with her I was like yeah, I probably should have saw that coming but you never know you know and I mean Tony Collette had some really good uh, lines too but it was just. It was just so perfectly woven together. It might and be the best ensemble of the year. I I think I think so. Like there's there's just there's I can't really say much, but I think the runtime was fine. I don't even know how long this movie was. I didn't even pay attention. I was 
I was completely glued to the Two hours, ten minutes. Two hours, ten minutes, okay. And it did not feel like it. It did unlike, not. Unlike Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah, oh my gosh, dude. I swear. Like, yeah, I, I enjoy Ford v. Ferrari, but, like, it was just... There was something about with that pacing. I felt like I was there for five hours, man. I was like, okay, like, this is cool, you know, this a really... A lot of great actors, but when is this movie going to be over? It's like, you can only tell so much in a racing story. And obviously you can only do that with, uh, uh, you know, a, uh, whodunit mystery, um, film, but it's like, you, you can at least keep it interesting with the, not with, um, you know, these, uh, classic whodunit films. It's just, where does it end? You know, I, I don't know, but, um, <clears throat> did you want to get into scores or, um, yeah. All right, so what would you give this out of a hundred knives? So, hundred knives. There might have been hundred knives on that weird circle thing. Uh, yeah, dude, there were so many on that thing. I was like, where did you find all of those? This... Yeah, um, I was originally I was gonna go like low nineties, but then after seeing these these dumb man baby Star Wars fans, I'm giving it a ninety five. We got we got we got to even out their their low ratings and. I agree. It deserves. Yeah, and honestly, and like you know, like and with these past few movies that we've seen, I think what I think the last two that we saw were well that we re, re, uh, reviewed together was was four v Ferrari and Charlie's Angels because that was just a really dud weekend. Um, I saw Waves. I did a little bit of a spoiler review for that, and, and after I did it, I was like thinking about it. I was like, that is not at all what this movie is about, and I was like. Screw it, it's still gonna go up. <laughs> like whatever, but um, definitely want to uh, do a spoiler review for that because I want to hear your thoughts about it because I definitely want to see it again just to uh, get a feel for it. But you know, I'm definitely gonna agree with you. I'm gonna give this a 95 out of 100 as well because it is definitely one of my favorite movies of the year and possibly might make my top five. But we have a lot more movies to see, man. It is like pure Oscar season from here on out. Like. This is so much stuff. It's it's insane. Um, but yeah, I guess that wraps it up for our Knives Out spoiler heavy review. Devin, thank you for coming on as always. Um, and <clears throat> before we uh, leave here today, you can, again, listen to this on uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um, make sure to leave us a five-star review and a written review on Apple Podcasts if you are listening there and i believe um since devin will be going um home for uh, all of next week for thanksgiving i believe i'm gonna try to get a frozen 2 ensemble for a spoiler heavy review uh with some of uh my friends over on the other podcast i'm part of a cinemania world podcast um so we're gonna try to um get something going there and you know talk about the movie i think i'm seeing it tomorrow Right before the Irishman. No, after the Irishman. So that would be interesting. I've seen that at like eleven thirty in the morning, man. It's like the only time. I'm like, if I'm gonna see the Irishman, I gotta see it early in the morning. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you might not uh might not have much time the rest of your day, but that is very true. I made sure that I didn't have much to do this weekend, so that's always a good thing. But you know, this review will be up um <clears throat> for this weekend, so we'll have that covered. Um, and then just keep a lookout for our Frozen 2 review. I think the week after, I think the week you get back, Queen and Slim comes out, maybe. Want to see some uh, 21 Bridges? 
I think my dad wants to. Oh, really? I kept I telling... mean, it is, it is the Russo brothers, so... It is. Know. It is. And I kept telling... <laughs> I kept telling everyone on Cinemania World, I'm like, you know what? Chaz, Chadwick Boseman needs to do his Wakandan accent, and I'm there. Just be like, you know, close down all the bridges. <laughs> close down all the rivers. <laughs> and get this man a shield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get this man a gun. <laughs> But yeah, that'll, that'll do it here for um, us today. And we will see you guys in the next one. I suspect foul play. <laughs>